0: Well, hello, everyone. This is Dr. Eileen, and this is a Daily Dose of Medicine Walk. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. Well, we got a tiny bit of a break in the heat, and uh, but not enough for Luna not to have gone off and found a nice cool spot on the linoleum to rest. And you know, we kind of adapt. This is summer. So as we Deal with that and deal with the heat. I just look forward to fall because that is my favorite season. There's something very calming and very soothing to me about the fall. And um, if you're in a different part of the country that's experiencing your own level of crazy weather, uh, I hope everything's okay. So we are still in the process of some very extreme and intense times, and something that struck me that I think needed to be discussed. And the idea is, and it's a part of that not-so-friendly side of being empathic, and it deals with what happens when empaths get angry. Now, um, it is important to note that even a controlled empath still needs to keep track of that, still needs to self-manage, especially when they become emotional. Now, it's sort of like which came first, the chicken or the egg, because when an empath is around a lot of intense emotions, it activates not only do they resonate with that intense emotion, which in this case, we're going to talk about anger, but it resonates particularly with the... You know, with the anger that that empath carries innately. I mean, we all carry sad, you know, feelings and sadness and happiness and all of that. And what happens is when that energy comes in. Let's say if you're feeling happy, and you know your, you know your environment produces or whatever it is in your environment where you're picking up and resonating with happiness, it will intensify the happiness that you already feel because it creates a harmonic. So what we're talking about is what happens when a harmonic of anger happens and it sort of creates this cycle that becomes self-perpetuating. It's like empath feeling some anger. Anger comes in you know the anger that comes in starts feeding the empath's anger and the empath's anger increases the capacity to resonate with anger so the more anger there is out there the more this starts to snowball now um when an empath goes into a place especially you know if they haven't quite worked out the management yet if they're unable to separate oh, okay, I'm angry, but this is what's making me more angry. So I need to deal with this out here as opposed to what's going on inside of me. Once an empath kind of reaches critical mass of an emotion, especially anger, well, then it starts to project. We, you know, we transmit. And an empath can actually send an entire room into an absolute rage if they don't monitor themselves. And it's important to note it's 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 sort of a matter of responsibility and it isn't. I mean we are not responsible for the emotions of the people around us. We are responsible with what we do with it. And this is a process. this, you know, is something that grows. So when an empath realizes, that they are ramping up, that's when they need to intervene. That's when they need to make a choice to say, okay, I need to get out of this situation now because I can feel the energy ramping up inside of me. And that's when it's a good idea to walk away, to not have the discussion, to leave the environment, to be able to just take a hold of it and say, you know what, I need to take this somewhere else for a while and to be able to cool down, cool off, and say, you know, okay, you know, I've got this. It's now back to a manageable level where I've studied it. I've looked at it because, see, that's part of it is that we need to study and look at what it is that we're feeling, separate what doesn't belong to us, and then say, okay, what do I want to do with that? What do I want to how do I want to manage this energy? Do I just want to walk away from it? Do I want to see if I can help transform it? You know, because we can transform energy, we can transmute stuff, and we'll definitely be talking about that. Um, but when an empath is caught up in that cycle and it snowballs out of control, they begin to transmit. They begin to aggravate. The other issue with you know, quite literally pissing off an empath to the, to that point is that they will target someone, the person who is aggravating them. And an empath can target very well in that they can pick up what can be said to make that person, you know, the most vulnerable. We can pick up on those areas within a person's psyche where they are especially sensitive um maybe it's their level of of success and I mean I I will not deny that I have had that experience before I realized what I was and before I realized that there was a way that I could manage it. But if I got very very upset at someone I could figure out I could figure feel within them, and I would actually probe within them to look for their weakness. And once I found their weakness, I would say something about that. I would strike at their most insecure points because we can perceive where someone is the most insecure. Even if they're not talking about a topic, we can instinctively know that because we've created a resonance with them. And, you know, this is not something that I mean I'm, I'm definitely not proud of it by learning to do that it was actually a part of my learning that i could actually help people through that doorway i could create a resonance and be able to help strengthen someone because just as i mean everything has a light and shadow aspect including this ability the shadow aspect is that you learn where somebody is the most vulnerable and you can go in and attack at that point or you can figure out where someone's hidden strengths are and encourage them to based on those strengths to be able to you know empower them so the ability has both potentials but when we talk about an empath who is just in that anger place that goes beyond, okay, you know, you cannot be talked down. Um, That's when we have to take responsibility for ourselves. That's when we have to be able to say, oh, okay, um, I'm not in a good place. And while this person may have pissed me off, they don't deserve this. They don't deserve, I don't have the right to wreck somebody like this and that is probably one of the most important things that an empath can realize that we just because we can doesn't mean we should and it does not mean that it's okay i don't care what the person did to to go after somebody on that level on a you know an energetic level just because you know how to do it it doesn't justify it so we as empaths need to be aware of that we need to be aware because as i said when i when i did it when i was much much younger first off i didn't even know i was empathic and second i really didn't understand it was almost a reflex and there are aspects of empathy that are reflex and it's a matter of going okay I I need to stay in choice, which is why it is so important for empaths to really grasp what it is that they can do, how they can affect the world around them, and to be able to take responsibility for it. We're not responsible for what someone else does. We're not responsible for what somebody else says. We are responsible for what we do with that energy once we've got it. So by learning to be able to recognize that ramping up. And it does feel like a ramping up. And those of you who have experienced this know exactly what I'm talking about. And those of you who haven't, um, picture it's almost like when you're coming up a, a roller coaster and there's that big, long climb. And, you know, and as you're getting close to the top, you feel that that tension and that excitement and it starts to grow as you get closer and closer and closer and then you crest the top and it's wham and then it just runs away it's no longer under the control of of anything but gravity just about and it creates its own inertia once you've reached that point where you've crossed the top of that peak and you're just sailing down, it's very difficult to pull that back. So it's on that incline when you know you're going okay, this is building up, this is building up to go, "All right, time out, time out. I need to walk away from this. I need to say, okay, I'm 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 heading into a very bad place." and i need to do something i need to intervene with myself if you are friends with an empath or if you know an empath and you know you can almost tell when somebody is ramping up they get very quiet and you notice that their attention is very much fixated on someone and if it's in an argument all of a sudden they're not arguing anymore that usually means and you know and if you know somebody who suddenly does that. And then the next thing you know, bam, they come out with an insult or a comment that just crushes that other person. So if you see somebody, if you know a friend is empathic or a family members empathic and you see them building up, yeah, you know, you can, you know, shake their shoulder, step in front of them, say, Hey, you know, let's go take a walk. Hey, let's go. Let's get out of here. You know, let's go get get a drink of water. Let's do something. Because it is, you know, having been, been through it many times in my younger life, I know that... And there is... There's almost something that feels good. There's something that feels powerful about it. And that also relates to that shadow side of empathy. And that, you know, control. So, I mean everybody has bad days and everybody has bad moments and everybody said at some point says something that will irritate someone else. The important thing is that we are aware and, and cognizant of the fact that we can shift it before it reaches that place where things are said that cannot be taken back before a a momentary irritation becomes a big thing that is very difficult to to be able to move beyond and that can damage relationships so keep it in mind you know there's a lot of anger out there there's a lot of frustration there's a lot of this desire to just uh, to lash out and we have been getting marinated in it there's, there's almost no escaping it. If we recognize that and if we get into an argument and, you know, things start to escalate, keep in mind not all of what you're feeling belongs to you. And, oh, by the way, not all of what is irritating you is that person's responsibility. Yes, they may have said something, they may have done something, but when it gets mixed up with all, everything else, if they need to be corrected, there are ways to do it. It's like, you know what? Hey, that is not okay. I am not going to deal with that. And you can keep it in that place of consciousness where it doesn't get personal, where it doesn't become, you know what? I want to really break you. I want to damage you. I want you to feel as bad as you're making me feel, or as bad as you're making this other person feel. We don't have the right to do that. We're not, you know, we don't judge. We don't, you know, we don't decide. It's not up to us to decide what someone deserves. And the more we can stay focused in, you know what? I have to take care of my stuff. I have to be aware of what I'm putting out in the world because we can affect so many people around us just by transmitting. So be aware, be conscious. You know, it, it's, it's, it can sometimes just be, as I said, it can sometimes be a reflex. It's not about feeling bad about it happening. It's about deciding, okay, I want to be responsible for what I put out. So how can I put out the best things that I can? And if I do make that mistake, I need to shut that down quick, apologize, and then start trying to, you know, rebuild and and create a better environment. You know, we can each take responsibility for making our little space in this whole process better. And if enough people do that, then maybe we can turn this tide and maybe we can bring in some equilibrium. So, hang in there, um, be aware, be conscious, and just, you know, be easy on yourself and on others. So, thank you for joining me, and if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can reach me through um, Twitter, you can follow me on Twitter, the link is in the description. You can also check out my Facebook group, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen, and comment and contact me through that. My email address is in the description. And if you would like to support this video and this channel, please press like and please subscribe. We're the, most of the people who watch are subscribers, which thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And there's still a par, a percentage that are not subscribers. So if you're a part of that group, please consider subscribing. And if you'd like to support the channel at a higher level, then you can follow the link in the description to my Patreon account. So again, thank you for joining me. And as always, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you. And take care. Bye.